Welcome back to Black Our Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode of Barry, Season 3, Episode 5, Crazy Time Shit Show, written by Emily Heller, directed by Alec Berg. Another great episode. I gave it a 9.5 out of 10. Barry continues to find ways to shock me, and I don't mean just the show itself, but the character. <laughs> Because for some reason, I thought he was on a trajectory of self-awareness, but it seems the more he is being told to express who he truly is, who he truly is, is horrifying. And that has nothing to do with Fuchs, who who is on a separate journey this season with Barry, even though they're bound to converge at some point, right? Before we do jump into the podcast, wherever you're listening to this podcast, Podbean, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, go down to the rating section, drop some stars, leave a review. My social media will be there. Like, share, subscribe. If you want to send feedback on Barry or any other show that I do, blackercouch at gmail.com. I was not sure why we were back to Albert being shot in the face. I think more than twice is is enough (laughs) to see that. Until I realized he is the new FBI agent sent in to find out who killed Detective Moss. Plot twist. I was thinking if they decreed it was the Chechens and an assassin, wouldn't they not be investigated anymore? I mean, I'm glad, but where is this urgency all of a sudden? The chief is told, who also wants to be referred to as Big Cat, Whoever told you that the Raven is responsible for this is a clown. So saying you cleared Barry and they both were framed, meaning him and Gene means jack shit. But Albert has a fond memory of the man he used to know and saved his life. Natalie wakes up Sally, showing her that her show Joplin is on the homepage of the Banshee website. She's so happy. Like, look, your face is everywhere. Sally's dreams have come true with a Rotten Tomato score of 98 still. So they go out to get coffee and expect to be treated like celebrities. Well, Sally being treated like a celebrity. Natalie was so mad. Why the fuck aren't they recognizing you? She's like, you know, I'm going to just enjoy having my coffee before all of the fame comes my way. Because Lord knows karma is always going to give me what I deserve, which is exactly what you deserve. Because five seconds later, her show is no longer on the homepage of Banshee and has been uh, very much shuffled to the bottom of the deck on the site. Barry moves back in with Jermaine and Nick, I believe is his name. They're like, yeah, we turn your room into something else and you can't touch anything except this one little spot. Why didn't they just give him the couch in the living room? (laughs) Gene is enjoying his new lease on life and is back on the set of Laws of Humanity. He's got himself a nice role. He's humbled. He apologizes to the director for his past actions and the director very much. That's all he wanted. Fuchs recruits Taylor's sister who isn't keen to get vengeance for her brother's death 
or clear his name because he probably was running a drug cartel, but isn't about to let a debt go unpaid. Where's my money, bitch? He's playing every card. Like, okay, you don't want to get revenge. You don't want to clear his name. Well, Barry owes him $7,000 for a hot tub that neither one of them or Barry agreed to get. Sally and Lindsay visit the Banshee offices and want to know what is going on with her show. And they tell her it's canceled. Don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. No more. Yeah, mind me. I'm not completely heartless. I did feel bad for her, especially knowing something so personal wasn't even given a chance to find an audience that an algorithm decided her fate, not even the public, not even the spokesperson. And not only that, the one that is giving you this devastating news is some eccentric exec who told her, look, I did cry, but I was wrong. And if I could override it, I would, but I won't. It's funny, even though Sally does seem to have a little bit more of a brain to her. This is what Sally is ultimately thinking or going to turn into if she becomes successful. Because she said, I've been doing this for 30 years. She forgot what it's like to put yourself out there, so on and so forth. She's become jaded and, as stated, a little on the loose in the brain department. But Sally is not the best person either. But no one, no one deserves to have their heart broken just because they're a piece of shit. (laughs) Sally is pissed despite Lindsay trying to calm her down. But also you can't go into any, that's the one part where I feel Sally fails, right? Because you can't go into anything no matter how good you feel about it. It's like going into an interview, you know? (laughs) you might do your best and you might think I'm gonna get that job or you might find out a little bit later you didn't get that job one way or the other you need to be expecting the shoe to drop not in your favor and expecting your show and you yourself to now skyrocket to fame is naive with your first project as well right? She doesn't even think about the idea that she might have to put some work into it. So on one hand, I do totally feel the business side of it, how it is bullshit, how there are plenty of shows I've seen and I watched the first season of and I'm like, what the fuck? How was it canceled in like the first episode or the end of the first season? Didn't get a chance to to find an audience. And then I understand the other side of Sally Uh, where she is sad that she didn't get what she wanted, but also she also, she, she did get further than she ever thought to get. She has something in which to stand on. I mean, this is better than doing what she was doing 20 days before. So I, I just think there's, she's just waiting for that moment where everything works out. Like that's all it takes. And unfortunately it doesn't. Uh, but in my notes, you must also, you must always consider failure and wish for success. So Sally's arrogance compounds on her legitimate feelings at the moment, where my empathy is not as strong as it would if it was, say, someone else. 
who, and it's not to say that Sally hasn't earned anything or she hasn't worked hard. It's that what you put out in the universe is exactly what you get back from the universe. You know, you could be the most competent person in the world. You can be the best or have the best idea. But if you're an arrogant, self-centered megalomaniac, well, despite what those (laughs) executives will tell you, it doesn't work that way. And it certainly doesn't work if you're a female. But even those guys, even those guys, they were they, not coming from where she came from. If you were born into some wealth, I'd have something more for you. But <laughs> as you put it, you come from this small little backwater town. So you shouldn't know more than anyone that the the road is not quite so paved. That secretary closed that door so quick, which is also a room that is soundproof. Gene shows Leo a home he wants to rent for him and Gordon. And I think back once again to him being threatened with the extinction of his family and that weighing on him, those 24 hours he was with Barry, it definitely left an impact that um, is changing who he was as a person. And that's exactly what he says when his son goes... Where'd you get that money from? Don't worry about that because it doesn't matter. Barry doesn't matter. That situation no longer matters. Kind of sad, but also true. I mean, I love Janice. Y'all know I want justice for Janice, but the whole love story aspect of it. Sure, I'm not saying you shouldn't and you couldn't and you wouldn't, but I would say that moving forward for Gene, he's done all he could do. I mean, he tried to tell the police that Barry did it. They said that they cleared him. He's now being threatened. What else can he do? He's finally got something. And whether he accepts that apology or not, I guess it doesn't really matter. Because like I stated previously, Gene can forgive you. And I would even believe that Gene would forgive you because of the things that he's done, but he's never been that bad. And that's the thing. You could be a horrible person and not a murderer. And he says, I know who I've been and I need to be closer to you. I'm wondering in his mind, does he think, you know, I created the environment where Barry walked into my world and destroyed everything that mattered to me, including something real with Janice. But he's lost the studio. Yes, he's gained some things recently due to Barry, you know, pushing that forward. But look at everything that he's lost in retrospect. So now he's just trying to hold on to the things he still can Natalie and Sally have a genuine moment as she tells her in the bathroom that she learned so much from her and it was a joy watching her work and that she was inspirational making something from scratch and the next thing that she does is going to be even better in the two hug and I was happy to see a moment of true you know because they did come from the very same place even if Sally is the better actress and she's been really horrible to Natalie Natalie doesn't take it personal. She's continued to be her cheerleader. And she even sees her as a bit of a role model. The joy I felt seeing Barry expressing his feelings and asking advice from our our resident mobster gay couple cannot be explained. (laughs) Especially as Hank looks so happy. 
But also like, bitch, call ahead when you want to just show up. So just don't show up in my house because that's weird. And also, you know, homeboy's still mad. (laughs) Barry acknowledges he took his stress out on Sally, but being yelled at isn't a dumping offense. You killed all of my bodies. Sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. I love when he says it every time. You kill all my bodies. (laughs) Now I have no bodies. (laughs) Hank knows that Barry, when slighted, lets out his major rage issues, which unloads because he is a walking pressure cooker, not being able to be who he truly is and being two different people can put a lot of strain and pressure what Hank doesn't know is in a lot of ways he is speaking about many of the themes of the show at least when it comes to some of these characters like Hank himself says I shouldn't be a mobster I should be an interior decorator or someone working in a claims department I don't need to be doing what I'm doing and Barry wants to be an actor However, he also is a killer, you know, and he keeps getting pulled back into it, even when he is not being told to do it. And I think that's a very important aspect to not miss. And it's, it's, a, it's something that would be easily tossed aside with Barry because you've had the influence of Fuchs. You've had even Hank bringing him back in after he said starting now which was two episodes ago when he killed Janice that was supposed to be it you know I'm doing self-preservation no more else nothing else but when he is himself slighted or Sally is slighted he's willing to go kill her ex you know for being a douchebag you should get his ass kicked not saying that's not an option but murdering the man is a step too damn far He's got a child at home for fuck's sake. The same thing here. Like he's willing to go to very deprived levels when he feels in enraged, whether that's on a so close someone that's close to him or someone that is or he feels slighted, like he stated with Feeks. But it's really fucked up that Hank, who did things for him, that does treat him right. Those are the ones that those are the people he can't ever really show up for. You know, even though he did the last job, it was not because he was doing it out of any sense of Hank, you're my friend. You know, we you've got my back more often than not. Let me do something for you. No, you told him to piss off. And then when you're depressed, you called him. So, yeah, Hank is a really great therapist. He lays it out for him. It's like, of course you can't tell Sally who you really are, but a little gesture to show her something about yourself. Cristobal cooked Hank a Bolivian meal their first night together, and they felt closer. Very mimicking his tone. (laughs) Be like, I didn't yell it like this. I yelled it like, you know, I said it like that. And Hank being like, "Uh uh-huh, honey was absolutely precious. (laughs) I could watch a whole spinoff show just with these three characters. It's all about that little, those little gestures, but also honesty as Cristobal sits squirming since he hasn't told Hank 
about his wife and kids. Speaking of, Elena gets off the plane and chastises her husband's head of, or no, her father's head of security for being out dancing while her father was being murdered. She is here for revenge and to find her husband. Oh, 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 okay, Lamborghini Mercy, yo chick she so thirsty. I'm in that two seat Lambo with your girl, she trying to jerk. Okay, Lamborghini Mercy, yo chick she so thirsty. I'm in that two seat Lambo with your girl, she trying to jerk. It turns out Albert is pretty damn competent. Something the big cat and the rest of his team aren't, as they wasted time making a logo for a person that doesn't exist instead of verifying anything that Noho Hank said. Or even raiding the plant shop. So now the Bolivians and Albert's officers are on their way to a showdown to the Chechens. But I love how he came in there. He's like, look, you know what? It doesn't matter. You didn't put a bug in there. What is the incompetency level here? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> it's like everything that Doho Hank told you is full of shit. And I can see it very easily. Anyone would be able to see it very easily. I don't understand how any of these people got a job but i also know that police incompetency is far more real than it should be and it's terrifying and it also gives a good out to the plot hole that i have been kind of the only real critique i had the last couple of seasons is that any person with a, a inch an ounce of competency would have figured this shit out a long time ago because as stated all you had to do was start showing taylor's picture around anybody see this if y'all thought that was connected to the acting class why didn't you show anybody a picture of the acting of him or chris they know those two were connected like i feel as if it would not take all it took was one google search for janice to get back on the trail and all she needed to know was go on a facebook page that still exists i don't understand Barry goes to the store for an art project as Kyle and his mother contemplate their next moves because Kyle accidentally runs into him and they decide that they're going to stalk him, find their opportunity where they can get away safely and that mom, Julie, is going to be the one to use the weapon. As Batir is FaceTiming the elders to show them the heroin operation, so where's all your men it's just you small people that he is really quite proud of too he decides to go up for an aerial shot of the entire plant distribution place in a parking lot but instead the elders are witness to all of the events unfolding the bolivians kidnapping his guy akmal said don't shoot get shot fuck you then the cops showing up to raid the place is that policia with many more getting shot and someone decides to suicide bomb themselves they <laughs> said this is crazy time shit show we need to talk about your future fuck this shit i quit hank and cristobal plan their new life together because he really wanted him to get that place that they were talking about in bed a couple of episodes ago they purchased it he's so happy that he's completely free even though he's not and just when he says i'm completely free hank gets a call from akmel <laughs> says i'm calling from the trunk of the car they got me but also elena 
is coming for you and the minute he's like who's elena Cristobal's like i'm so sorry but then their front door is busted in and hank hides away in the closet with his wine because he knows when shit goes down you need to scatter like roaches elena comes in takes her husband they take him out she's clearly upset and my guess is and i like that they did not do subtitles because any woman knows exactly what she's saying where the bitch at where the fuck she at you think y'all don't i'm stupid me at home with the ninos and you up here fucking this bitch up in the state and now my father's dead what the fuck clearly looking for the buta however she's devastated when she realized the affair that her husband is having is not with another woman but with another man they ask you how you are you just have to say that you're fine when you're not really fine you just can't get into it because they would never understand that was a really well acted scene actually from the way it was shot like this show i will say there are and i've been giving a lot of credit to other shows like oh it's the pandemic it's hard to shoot some types of scenes hard to work them around but this season proves that you can do it and you can do it successfully and it can feel effortlessly and they're they're doing they're accomplishing what a lot of other shows really struggled to do and maybe because of the type of show that it was it it is it had an easier fix to some of how the way they they want to film but I think also because the show was all always experimenting with those wider shots those further distance angles that they because they were more flexible it was easier for them to not work around a problem that others found rather impossible but real uh, really well acted scene because of course hank is terrified in the, in the closet but it, there's also the metaphor of being a man in the closet then he learns that his own boo thing that he's planning this future with has been lying to him this whole time. And he's actually been in the closet. He has a wife. He has to feel bad for the wife. Even if he doesn't know her. He's probably like, I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna kill her. But it felt in that moment that he felt genuinely like, yeah, you're both feeling the same thing. Cause you're both being betrayed. You feel betrayed at this moment. Cause one certainly did not know about the other. And that's the mother of your kids. I don't know. I, I, I haven't judged her yet. <laughs> Barry writes Sally a note in her apartment. That's not how that works when you drop keys off. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm really joking. No, seriously, you need to arrange to meet up with me during the day and drop them off somewhere. <laughs> don't, don't let me come home and you just in my fucking apartment. And presents his collage as a gesture to show who he really is all about. This looks like the equivalent of a juvenile's expression of emotions. It's adorable, but it's also a little tragic. He's got Michael Jordan, Ohio, sprinkled donuts, Twix, Budweiser's, the theater. I wasn't sure if that was Charlemagne or the Pope. Call of Duty, biking, planets marine nice cars basically i'm a man most typical atypical man things sally allows him to stay and comfort her nobody watched my show it just premiered last night exactly 
But then she says it was her whole life. And I'm like, this is what you were basing your life to matter on. She's like, oh, yeah, I needed this to make my life matter. I'm like, oh, no, honey, someone needs to talk the realness to you. This should not make your life matter. You need to find like the pursuit of what is going to make you happy matters. But success is measured by how. I don't know. I guess it is on an individual basis. It could, you know, her being the person she is, nothing else would settle for her, for her life to matter. But it's also a really fucked up way for your life to matter. And he just says ever so casually, do you know where she lives? Oh, Sally. Sally is a bad person. Jean used to be a bad person. But Barry <laughs> is on a whole nother level because she said, are you going to send her an angry letter? No, I'll just freak her out a bit. How? There's lots of ways. Nothing bad. But I'm going to wipe away the tears and explain the ways in which you can psychologically torture someone. I could send a picture of her sleeping. She wouldn't know I was there because she's like, you're going to break in. Oh, no, she wouldn't know I was there. The point being the isolator. So she thinks she is going insane. I could also replace her dog with another dog or change the furniture in her house. So she thinks she's shrinking. Don't stop me I absolutely believe you would find a subreddit on this topic because I'm pretty sure that the males in there are men that women will not voluntarily have sex with. <laughs> I'm not saying all, but you know those ones. Then it continues, plant a seed and they hang themselves. It's super nonviolent, but by the end of it, her brain is going to be eating herself. And I just realized Jean did not at all reach out to Sally to inform her what he knows. But then I thought maybe he thinks that he would put her in danger, but she is already in danger. Wouldn't she be in more danger? But she broke up with him. Like, seriously, keep your distance. Don't answer any of his calls. Change them fucking locks. Don't worry about the keys. <laughs> but Sally did for all of the things I throw Sally's way gave him the most appropriate of reactions to that. Get the fuck out my house. And he really was like, I don't understand. Did I say something wrong? <laughs> she had a yelling in his face and he's like, I don't understand. I don't, you know, you're actually being the annoying one right now. I was being very nice and kind. <laughs> and unfortunately, when he leaves... Julie and Kyle are prepping themselves to go murder him when Julie accidentally shoots her son in the stomach and drives off. Barry has no idea what the fuck that was about and continues on his life. And I'm wondering if they're going to show us if Kyle lived because that is some epically terrible shit to have happen. At that point, that woman will kill herself and Barry. I hope that's not the case. 
But things are only, like I said, crazy time shit show is exactly where we're at. And we still have three more episodes to go. Once again, if you want to send feedback, blackercouch at gmail.com. Until next time, peace, hair grease, and blacker magic.